that I watched a YouTube video today and it got me thinking um man I'm jamming to this this is great I'm try it out a little bit mm-hmm. are we recording um yes yeah, yeah we're yeah. recording all right cool <laughs> are you recording? Wait, are we recording oh yeah 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 <laughs> sorry uh <laughs> what just a joke man <laughs> just don't worry okay. about it chance just um goofing. No, but I watched this video and it was um, it was about it was about Runeterra, which is a game I've been playing a lot. Yep. But it was talking about game theory, and it was just breaking down, like it, it got into like chess, and it got into poker, and it got into like tic tac toe and how it's like a solved mm-hmm. game, you know. And man, it was crazy. It was. Um, I can't remember what this like it's like GTO, I can't remember what it's called. But it was essentially like this like diagram of like there's two prisoner or two two have you heard of this, about this? It's like two criminals and they like rob a bank and then the like police catch them and they're like, Okay, we will uh we will um give you both two two years in jail each if you don't if you don't say anything. Right. If if you keep quiet, you're both getting two years in prison. But if one of you says something and like rats on the other guy, you get a year and he gets eight years. And then if you but if you both confess and like tattle on each other, then you both get five years. So then it's like this diagram. And I don't know. He just talked about it and like how like there's strategy involved and like how it's like a solved thing. And it's like the your the most optimal plan is like this. But if if you're thinking about the other guy's plan, then that goes into account. And just like how bluffing works. Mm-hmm. In and there are a game show that's I was like just that thinking, where it's like, uh, I, I take all the money. We split the money. Like, those are your two options, like split it or like mm-hmm. take it. And if you say, if you both say split it, you split it. If you say take it and somebody else says split it, the person who says takes it gets it all. And if both people say like, <laughs> take it, nobody gets it. And it's just like a yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's called the the prisoner's dilemma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like if if A and B betray each other, they each term serve two years in prison. But if A betrays B, you know, one gets uh, one gets one year, one gets the other gets eight, uh, and then the the third option is the inverse of that. And then if A and B both remain silent, they. Um, uh, or sorry, if they both rat, then they serve five years or whatever. Uh, but um, but yeah, and they were just saying that the the best case scenario for both of them is if they don't say it's it's honestly the thing from uh, the Dark Knight where they had the it's two a moral dilemma, the two boats with the yeah yeah it's a, they had the two boats and it's like you have the trigger to their yeah. bomb you know but yeah. at the end of the night if no one does it then they both blow up that's like that's the the problem yeah. you know but it's like if if no one freaks out. Then you get two years mm-hmm. each, and that's the lowest amount mm-hmm. total, you know. But it's in your best interest to tattle because you get sure. one year, you yeah. know, or yeah, five. But, but if your, th- but if if that's your optimal strategy, then your opponent's optimal strategy is the same thing. And if you both act on the optimal exactly. strategy, 
then you're both fucked and then you both get the worst outcome. But if you choose you know? to not say Which anything and then your yeah. partner's like, then you're fucked. Okay, so let me, and then you got yeah. eight years. Yeah, so they were they were saying how um, someone made this thing in poker and how it's like for every hand you could possibly get, they did all the, the numbers and like, like it's like if you get this shows up in the river and you have these two cards, like, you fold 50% of the time or whatever. Yeah. And they said like, that's like the standard for like the most statistical optimal thing you should do. Right. But then they were saying that you should deviate sometimes because if that's game. your most optimal yeah. and your opponent's most optimal. You can't, if you're both basing it on that, then, then yeah. you'll fail or whatever. You got to so. counter the meta. Anyways. Yeah. Sometimes and you just got to go lying apparent- in. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they said, apparently they said that like, it's like, um, they, they have found the number of chess, like the most number of what's it called? It's like, like, like trying to solve chess, like no supercomputer has been able to mm-hmm. solve it, but apparently there is a number of how to solve chess. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you could get a supercomputer to map out all the possible moves, you know? Which is apparently that's how they solved checkers. Like apparently they solved it. Like there is a strategy that will win. Yeah. But apparently they've been trying to do that with chess. But apparently it's just not as very hard yet. Some what like a few trillion, maybe more than that. How many? It's like one to the like you know eighth degree. I'm gonna find it. Anyways, it's just like. So are they saying that there's a way for white to always win? Is that what you're saying? Like. 288 billion different possible positions only after four moves each. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Only yeah. four moves for each person. Yeah. Wait, I have after each player has moved. Oh, it's it's called the Shannon number. After each player has moved a piece five times each, there are 69 trillion nice possible games that could All right, be played. So wait, what did they mean by solving chess then? Like the optimal, like the perfect game every time. Yeah, just just that, and that's what they're saying. Like that, that's um, like the uh, GOT, like the optimal strategy. Like statistically, if you make these moves, you will like mm-hmm. win. You know, your odds of winning. That's like solving it because apparently they did that with checkers, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, checkers. If you think about it, it's the same as tic tac toe, right? Like no, exactly. Yeah, that, that's what they started with. They were saying that like tic tac toe. You literally can't. You can't win. Like if if, if someone whoever goes if first, both person right? yeah. Mm-hmm. If you both build the optimal strategy, you, you both right. lose. Which is cool that you as yeah. a person tie. figure that out just by like yeah, playing it. Like it, mm-hmm. it is tic tac toe is simple enough that yeah. that you that at you some point enough. when you yeah. were growing up you realized that there is like you can never lose tic tac toe anymore. And then, and then, and then everyone else your age figures it out kind of around the same time. And then that's why everyone stops playing tic-tac-toe because everyone's like, oh, well, if I just do this every time, then I can't, I, I will never lose. Because it's for babies. And then you start playing, uh, rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. It's a mind game. Cause that, that's a mind game. That's a full blown mind game. I love me some rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. I love some mind games. Nothing like schooling somebody by throwing scissors down four times in a row. 
Like you get three draws and then like you're just not going to deviate. Like you're going scissors every time and they're going Dude, scissors yep. every time. And it's I, like, nope, okay, I'm not, I, I'm not switching I it up. I love rock, paper, scissors because like, well, yeah, there's that. There's like the whole idea of what did you do last time? And like, is it likely <laughs> to do it again? But also like on the first hand of rock, paper, scissors, like, which I think this is, um, I think this idea came from maybe Hunter Hunter. I don't know. I don't know mm -hmm. what anime this came from, but this is whole concept of like. <laughs> yes, I mean that's obviously like Gon's special move, but yeah. um, <laughs> but the the whole concept of like the first move in um, Rock Paper Scissors is the one that you have the most control over, like going into the game. So yeah. like if you can like puff yourself up really aggressively and say like I'm the best at tic tac toe. And make somebody doubt themselves, they're more likely to go rock because it's like withheld and held like it's it's like defensive, right? Yeah. And Whoa. but if like if you go in there and like you pretend that you don't know what you're doing, like they're much more likely to like use paper or scissors. Um, and then like based on like some other factors, like you can choose, you know, and then like once you win the first round, like you know that they're on the rocks, so like that changes the day on the rock. They yeah, eat no. breakfast first. Generally, like, when people they really lose, they tend to go to up in power. Rock. So like, exactly. like they're they're more likely um, to play whatever would beat the hand they just played. Exactly. But do you remember when uh, Guy Sensei uh, fought Kakashi in uh, Rock Paper Scissors? <laughs> what, what episode was that? What in Naruto? He lost. He 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 fought his rival, and he said, "I'm going to defeat you in Rock Paper Scissors," and he lost. And he bet that he would. Do a handstand and do oh, like five yeah. miles around. Yeah. The city. Yeah, I remember like him doing the handstand. I don't remember the game though. Yeah, yeah. it is yeah. just like they're the continual here, betting Ronnie. of like I'm better than you. Hmm. Yeah, no, I wasn't cheating on you. I actually did remember. I know, but you were like, "What episode was that?" Um, <laughs> no, I, I seriously it was I mean, actually. I don't yeah, um, you, you but it. yeah, it was, it was comical because he like is challenging him to like a duel, and then he chooses rock paper scissors. Didn't lose this. Yeah, an idiot. Anyway, yeah. love rock paper scissors. Yeah, no, but so no, are, I, yeah, I just I, <laughs> I like well I yeah it was a big just a are we talk well are we going vomiting. down the road of where are we um, going theory? like moral well, dilemma because I'm a no big fan of moral dilemmas <laughs> like those silly dumb like <laughs> trolley dilemma things. trolley dilemma yeah he could go that route I was mostly just mm. saying that because I wanted to tell Silas that I I was like. You were like, oh, I like poker. Or you're like, I got out of Runeterra because I'm going to do poker. And I was like, poker's not even a trading card game. But no, it, it, there's, it's very similar to They're like how so similar. Upper, upper level strategy of mm -hmm. trading card games is very similar to poker. It's the Republican yeah, trading cool. card game. The, the way that you think about poker is a way, like it, it is, uh, the more I have learned about poker, the, the more it can apply to just games in general. Like, no, like that's, or that's what they were making. saying. Is that it's game theory? Yeah, that it's like so many things. Like, and they were like business, like war, yeah, like politics. Like mm -hmm. all of this comes down to the idea of like optimal strat. Yeah, what's your opponent's optimal strat? Do you base that off of? Do you bluff? Like, you know, what I'm saying it was actually Silas. Was, it was about passing in Runeterra. It's like when do you pass? Mm. Because sometimes. 
like sometimes they'll like you know what I'm saying like because of the way the turn order goes like yeah. a stall deck wants to go second because they're a reactive deck yep. and so they'll pass but as but you can choose to like screw them over you know and By bluffing and like game. all that stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you the what what I love about stuff like that too is you can't let you you always have to be thinking about like what is like the the best odds of getting the result you want and mm. and like having to decide uh about like information you get right so if you make the choice you think you say like like 70 percent of the time this choice would work out and then it doesn't you have to decide was my estimation wrong or was i just in the 30 percent where it doesn't work right and like that right. kind of and that whole side of it too i think is also like really the the uh like post decision analysis is also like something i have learned to like really enjoy Mm -hmm. Reminds me of No Game No Life, Jackson. Hmm? Is that an anime? Did you watch No Game No Life? No. I knew it was an anime. Uh, I don't watch don't. No Game No Life. <laughs> I watched, don't, don't watch um, No Game No Life. <laughs> I watch... Um, Are there anime bobs The other gaming it? one is... Uh, no, there's anime incest in there. Uh, hey, I love Game of Thrones. Hey, you know what doesn't have anime incest? High Score Girl. I watch Hi High Score Girl. And Haikyuu started again. Hey. And it's Ronnie, have you watched High Score Girl? I have not watched High Score Girl. High School it's actually Girl. so good. It's actually so good. It's on Netflix <laughs> and it's just about like this like cute little uh, love story, but it's just all about like Street Fighter and they like hang out in arcades and oh, it's wow. awesome. It's so really good. It's like sounds retro like, 80s right and that it sounds like, really place good. in time and like oh, Tekken's coming that. out. And mm -hmm. Whoa. Like, oh, hmm? like, Oh, Tron? Yeah, like Tron. Yeah, it's Tron like, the movie. They literally the ride around Tron, Tron bikes everywhere. <laughs> no, like the original <laughs> light Tron, cycle. Like they hang out in like an arcade. No, they like light cycle from arcade to arcade. Nice. That's how they get around. So speaking okay. of um, I think it's called moral dilemmas, which like chance override me if this is too heavy for the pre-pod. But I wanted to heavy. know what each of your um, Enneagrams. <laughs> would we pull the lever what, on the trolley each of your uh like philosophical approach to like more morality ethics and justice is like if you can like summate it in like a few words like are you utilitarian are you libertarian um are you like what you know uh, i want to win what makes me happy is what i choose i'm just kidding <laughs> period it felt weird coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt, it hurt. That makes it me feel a lot better about you. <laughs> I want to win. I want to win. <laughs> Not your Libre. Because Zach seemed like he sounded like he was super excited to talk about silly oh, moral it's, dilemmas. It's fine. Moral dilemmas to me are more of a like, like, okay. To dip back into that, I studied that in college. Like, at a full class, that's pretty much all we did was, I mean, ethics courses are pretty much all just moral dilemmas and how you handle it. Um, mm -hmm. And at but, Harding, uh, it's about abortion. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. We talked about the stupid, like, basic stuff, like the trolley demo. We, we were the guys, I mean, originally, I'll tell you what my answers were at college. And obviously, they're not as, as clear cut, but uh, we were like, okay, so, you know, the trolley dilemma, there's one person who's supposed to be working on the track, three people that aren't. Uh, the train is going to hit the three people that are not supposed to be on the track, but if you throw the switch, you will hit the one person, saving more lives, but hitting somebody who is supposed to be working on the track. And we were like, <laughs> it was me and 
I'm not going to name drop him. Another kid, just one other guy in the class. We were always resolved to like less deaths equals good. <laughs> we're like, yeah, of course. <laughs> just throw the switch, right? <laughs> like, just kill the guy. It's just one You're person. Utilitarian. Yeah. Done. You know, obviously, I don't think I don't know if I can answer that as plainly now. Um, I would say like. I mean, I think everyone, like everyone, like no one says to the, the first part of the trolley problem. No one says more people should die than less. Of course. Like every everyone answers the same on the first one. Sure. Well, is, like, isn't 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 part of the premise too though? If if you flip the switch is when you hit the less 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 people. Less people. If yeah. you yeah, hit yeah, more yeah. people, that's something. like I don't do anything. I don't touch. Correct. I don't touch the switch. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So that's what it makes people end up taking out more people is like, I don't want the blood on my hands. Yeah. Like I I could I'll be that's able to true, sleep at true. night if I don't flip the switch. Something like that. Yeah. That's a whole nother rationale. That's that's true. That's true. I'd never heard of what Zach was saying of like some people were supposed to be there some weren't i've mm. never heard that aspect of oh, it oh yeah yeah so it's like there's I, an actual worker on the track who's just the one guy and he's supposed to be there and so flipping the switch uh, would in, in, in turn kind of murder him you know that change that changes everything in yeah. my opinion but also nothing at the same time but. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean the try problem is also honest. like kind of inherently like flawed because it's not a realistic situation what the heck yeah. am no, i doing up here in a train there aren't trolleys <laughs> no moral dilemma is there's never been yeah, you yeah, know exactly yeah like no moral dilemma is like in in just a question is is like can be realistic because real life is so like awesome complicated <laughs> awesome <laughs> so cool so much what about the what about the medicine real life's too cool to like kill people and stuff <laughs> what about the like medicine one like big pharma dilemma what? have you heard that one so oh what's your big um, pharma make, dilemma you'll make more money if you sell uh, a life-saving yeah. medicine at a really high price versus giving it away really cheaply for people who need it yeah i've heard that oh one. wait that's it's pretty that's dumb. real life that's real, that's yeah. real life. no this is Actually. there is a a medicine that if you have it for your dying spouse if you could get it it would save their life um your insurance does not cover it and it costs five thousand dollars to get it you come up with two thousand dollars and say hey please and they're like, no dice, sir. You have to pay for the thing. You have to pay for the medicine. Now, do you break in and steal the medicine? Yes. Or, like, yeah, pretty much like, what do you do? Do you just steal the medicine? You break in and steal the medicine. Like, I don't, I think that, yeah. like, ethically, there's nothing wrong with that at that point. Like, I think you, like, I, that's just me, though. Like, Wait, what me, did he say? What did yes. the doctor so, like, say? What? Doctor says it costs $5,000. You don't have it. And you can't, uh, get you it. can't have like, it. There's no way yeah. you will get it. But you I guys can ever steal seen it. The movie like, John I have the opportunity. Yeah, you I could steal it. it. I love my wife. Have you guys ever seen the movie John Q? Mm -mm. Nope. Oh, John Wick? Pretty sure it's... John Wick? John Wick. Yeah, John Wick. John Wick? Yeah, I've seen John Wick. Now that's an ethical dilemma. Well, um, how many dudes do you kill if they kill your dog? <laughs> that's the dilemma. All of them. <laughs> the, yeah, that's the, answer the correct is answer. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, Real, Denzel how many, Washington. How many miserable human lives is an innocent pup's life worth? It's a, it's Denzel Denzel Washington, right? And his he's just a dad, and his mm -hmm. son he's at a baseball game. His son passes out, and they take him to the hospital. And apparently, his heart is like th abnormally large. I almost said three sizes too big, and that's just the, <laughs> the Grinch. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's the Grinch. 
but it is it is abnormal um and he, it's yeah he can't pay for the surgery the, the or the heart transplant or no i think he's like on the list but be like due to like money or like not being able to pay i think i think they go bankrupt i think he i'm pretty sure throughout the montage of the beginning of the movie they like legit go like bankrupt like trying to pay these bills and Essentially, the dilemma is they don't have enough money to save his son's life. And this is before 2020 when instead of getting uh, uh, aid from the government, you just go on Kickstarter and you guilt all your friends and family into paying right. your medical bills. Uh, which, Ronnie, we said we were going to avoid this, but now we're just getting into it. But anyways, <laughs> the movie, the movie is Denzel Washington and he gets a gun and he goes to a hospital and he holds the whole little hospital air waiting room hostage. And he's just like, I've had it. I give me my son's heart transplant or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole movie yep. is him like holding mm -hmm. them hostage until they save his son's life. To which I would that say is there's tough. nothing morally wrong with that. Unless he and it's Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington in, let's see, 2002 drama thriller. There you go. Don't, it's not, I don't think it's, I don't think it's immoral. I'm gonna say it right now. I don't. I don't. I, I'll say this. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I understand I it. <laughs> I think. I understand I think it. Like I can empathize yeah. with it, and so I. That's kind of enough for me. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. if I, it makes sense. I'm. I'm not gonna judge that person immoral. Right. That's what I'll say. I don't know if the action is right or wrong, but. I mean, so I get it. let's I mean, because because each one of us can put ourselves in right. the shoes of a dad, you know, or shoes of a husband or whatever. Um, sure. But I think I think that like this goes back to and I was just talking about this with my my father today about how you can always count on America to be America no matter what circumstance we're in. You can always count on Americans to find a way to capitalize on anything because that's how our society works. It's kind of how mm -hmm. we, we just do things. So in the, in the cold war during the height of the cold war, um, where students were learning, like kids were learning in class that if they were to see a bright light outside from a nuclear bomb, they're supposed to hide under their desks, duck and cover. Like they watch cartoons in school to teach them how to be safe during a, a nuclear disaster. Cereal companies created glow in the dark rings that had like the decoder things you know on them like those yeah. decoder rings but they said watch an atom split in this mini nuclear ring like we found a way to capitalize <laughs> and wow. create toys look it up you can we made toys out of some of the scariest times in our nation's fear. history you know like masks are the perfect example for 2020 wow everybody's wearing masks um, let's make some masks that match your outfit. Uh, Tesla, we need yeah. ventilators because people are literally suffocating to death. You got your ventilators, baby, and we're ready to go. Like, pay us. We've made ventilators out of car parts. Like, that's just how we're set up. So anything involving anything, regardless of, I think, any sort of moral compass, like, the American people are going to find a way to capitalize on it, you know? And if that's life-saving medicine... You're going to pay me for it. If that's a silly uh, video on how to protect yourself from a nuclear bomb, it's just going to waste your family anyway. You're going to pay me for it. Like, oh, it's like a fallout. <laughs> it's like fallout. They, uh, 
Yeah. The, what's it called? Like where the, you, you pay to go down? The vaults. The... Vault tech. Yeah. If and you want to live, just get experimented on. Yeah. Look, I get yeah. the merit of capitalism, right? Like, I'm not here to. Ronnie, sh- don't I'm, do it. I'm not here. Here we go. I'm not here Ronnie, to shit. Don't do it. I'm not here Forbidden Brie Pod 2. Because <laughs> I understand the merit of them. But, but I think that that's where the government is supposed to step in, right? And like, this is the whole concept of big versus small government and all of the like issues that come with that, right? But I am totally for the idea of get like get paid right like if you spend 30 years of your life researching a medicine that's going to save people's life you should be adequately paid for that like for making that discovery yeah. but little jimmy who has a life-threatening disease shouldn't be the one bearing the brunt of the pay for something that right. you made that's going yeah. to save his life right and yeah. so the only way to have a middleman in there is having a government that taxes all of its people say by signing up to be a part of our society we will co-pay essentially this life-saving drug this life-saving social measure whatever it is right so it's like i mean i if i haven't revealed it yet like this is like a core part of like how i feel about justice right like i feel that it's the whole idea of like like rawls and like the social con track like you have to like step out of yourself and say if i were any given person in the society like what would be good for me and for every decision we have to come to that right and like obviously like life isn't as heady as that and that's why it makes it complicated like there's ulterior motives some people can like feign illness to get money or whatever like mm, gonna stray away from political language stop let me stop right there we're, but we're fucking drunk not gonna call not, not gonna name call or, or uh, categorically drop people here but like i just feel like that that is necessary right like the that Tories. is the whole concept we can talk about like, we can talk about healthcare. uk politics right like that's that's what it's about it's like yes you deserve to get paid for being a doctor and saving people's life yes you deserve to get paid for creating a life-saving medicine no, the person who is about to die doesn't need to start a Kickstarter and ask all of their equally financially poor people around them to each chip in 10 bucks to save their life. Like you should not, I don't know, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go yeah. hard. So well, we're gonna stop there. what you're saying kind of ties back into what Chance was talking about, like game theory wise at the beginning. Right. I mean, like you're, right. you, you're, you, like if, if, if you are trying to be objective and make choices, you're kind of saying like, if seventy, you know, if 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 I do my life over uh, in like seventy times out of a hundred, I'm gonna need help from the government uh, to to save my life at some point. Then like, yes, taxes should be stronger, and yes, you know, and 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 like, and yes, we should be willing to do some more like healthcare kind of stuff. It's more like ninety nine percent of the time, but you know, it's cool. Go ahead. I mean, I mean, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, well, uh, I don't know what the real number is. There, but, um, when are we gonna solve life, though? When is the supercomputer gonna solve? I think Silas was getting there. Silas was getting there. And there's an optimal game? route. There's an optimal. What's the optimal route? route in the game of life? You you type into a computer like your top five like rosebuds or like values point. or like like things you want out of life and the computer says okay this is the like these are all of the really like little seemingly insignificant choices you need to make that will eventually lead to you solving things you want is a leftist hoax because if we solve life then we would save the most lives and that's communism because nobody benefits i think i think 
life is probably not worth saving if we're being real serious. <laughs> whoa, 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 think, whoa. Shut it, shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. Listen. What was that? What did I see recently that somebody had like a, oh, it was a Knights Social Club t-shirt that just said like, join Knights, God won't let me die or something. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. That's oh the new God. meme is like, what kind of bad merch can we make? That's so That's funny. very funny. All right. Well, ding, ding, ding. That's the timer. <laughs> it's uh, time to play dinner time. Yes. We're going to need to record another one of these. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Signing off. One number one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>